The Broncos Blitz Podcast with Ronnie K, presented by Tap 14. Analysis and commentary to help you get your Broncos fixed during the offseason. Subscribe on iTunes or Google Play, or listen on demand anytime in the Mile High Sports mobile app. Welcome to the Broncos Blitz Podcast. My name is Ronnie Court. You can follow me on Twitter at Ronnie K Radio. That's at R-O-N-N-I-E, the letter K, radio on Twitter. Today on the podcast, want to chat a little bit about the defensive line as some news regarding Damata Pecco. Will he return? Will he not return? And how could that, well, how is it going to affect the Broncos? Not only moving forward, but their plan as well, too, in the offseason. But first, our friends over there at Bespoke Edge. That's BespokeEdge.com. Strongly encourage you to go check that out, BespokeEdge.com. Men's custom clothing. They've been doing it for so many years. And I tell you what, if you're looking for that new you in 2019, strongly encourage you to go check out the hundreds of blog posts and videos at BespokeEdge.com. Just as you hear it, spell it out. That's BespokeEdge.com, BespokeEdge.com. So the news yesterday regarding the Broncos was, uh, and reported by our friend Mike Kliss at Nine News, that Domita Pecco, and, and I guess we could consider Brandon Marshall in this as well too, uh, two defensive starters who have been informed that they will not receive a Broncos, or they have they will not receive a Broncos offer. And the key word here is in the early stages of free agency. Okay. So that's not to say it is over, okay? Now, there have also been some reports that the two would still, uh, both players would like to be retained and that there are still ongoing conversations. However, through the early stages of free agency, they will not receive an offer. So this is essentially, uh, hey, are you available in, you know, Later in the in later in the off season, Yar, you're willing to take a pay cut, small little deal. Come on back, great. But if the these guys get big deals from other teams, they're likely gone. But that's not to say that it is totally over yet. Uh, the Brandon Marshall one, I, I I think is is replaceable for the Denver Broncos, and that and that in the case of Josie Jewell last year in the draft pick, the Domata Pecco one, however, is a big one. Now, obviously, scheme and how Ed Donatel and how Vic Fangio are going to assemble this defense really is what plays the biggest factor here. And obviously, I think what what they they look Demata Pecco as in their eyes is maybe some sort of a luxury piece, but not a key cog. So, Demata Pecco and the idea of hey, we like you, but we don't love you, okay. Now, obviously, they're going to look to get beefy up front as well, too. And actually, Domita Pecco really kind of fits that mold as well, too. But And it's a real shame, too, because Domita Pecco really helped this defense against the run when he was brought in. Uh, this is a team that, against the run, was in the mid to late teens into the 20s when it comes to NFL rank against the run before he got here and immediately jumped to a top five against the run when he was brought in. He had a big part to do with that in clogging up lanes. He wasn't the guy who was always going to make the play, but his constant motor, his tenacity was certainly a huge value to the Denver Broncos defensive line, and he was a big part of helping stuff the run. 
And that is so crucial for Denver to do moving forward because if teams establish any sort of run game, now they don't become one-dimensional. This is probably leading to at least some sort of early success and maybe potentially you don't have the lead later in the games. And while you know, I know this was the cliche used by many individuals, Denver does play better with the lead because of the way their defense is structured. They're a pass-rushing defense. Okay, You get to unlock the power of Bradley Chubb, Von Miller, far more often. And so, yes, their defense does play better when it is ahead. It, that's obviously you know, kind of obvious, but it's a little different when defenses are built differently, and Denver's defense is certainly built with this unique aspect of let's unleash the dogs, go get them. And you can't do that when you're playing from behind. Or at least you can't do it as more often. So, Pecco not being retained is a big deal, but again, it should be noted, this is the key word there is early stages of free agency. So it's not a complete separation. There is still an opportunity for him to be retained. Now, thoughts on the defensive line and what they could do moving forward as they begin to revamp. And again, it's it's really going to come down to how Ed Donatel, how Vic Fangio want to shape this defense. I imagine that they're going to have strong interest in Sheldon Richardson, uh, who is still 28 and, and certainly somebody who could be very impactful. This is a guy that John Elway saw uh, a lot of interest in well, not last year, but years prior. Uh, A former first-round pick and a very accomplished player. They could be interested in some names in the draft. Now, and this is where it's going to get difficult because, you know, Denver is is obviously eyeing a quarterback. The quarterback is the kind of lingering in the back of your mind. If we like Drew Locke enough, we want to take him. Or maybe it's Daniel Jones. Who knows? But there's a lot of defensive talent in this draft, particularly Greedy Williams, the cornerback at LSU. SEC corners, good size, good instincts, and a playmaker. And and Denver is so decimated at the corner position right now that bringing in a guy who could be potentially a franchise cornerback post-Chris Harris Jr. career is, is very, very enticing. But defensive line is also really valuable here in this draft. Now, I don't think they're going to be high enough to take some of the biggest hitters. Quinnen Williams could very well go number one overall. Uh, Josh Allen, the defensive end slash linebacker, probably not somebody they want to be looking at anyways, but somebody who can play on the line. And Ed Oliver, those are the three kind of big hitters. I, I don't know if you're looking at those guys at 10 because they're probably gone. Really like Ed Oliver out of Houston, who, of course, was one of the, I believe he was the very first five-star recruit to commit to Houston. Such a smaller school, and yet this guy absolutely tore it up. I remember his very first game, I believe it was against Oklahoma, when uh, he was just a complete menace in the backfield. Very high motor. And would be kind of what, would be one of those kind of fun guys to see a Vic Fangio turn loose. So there is a lot of defensive line talent in this draft. The problem is, is Denver may not be in that realm to get them. Now, because the defensive line uh, stock is so high, 
it is going so high and thus it's pushing the cornerback value down a little bit. And Denver could benefit from that. A Baker, a Williams. Uh, there are some good names in this draft. There are some very good names in this draft. That, and Denver should be able to escape that number 10 pick with either A, the franchise quarterback that they want, B, a franchise cornerback, CB, cornerback, or potentially if there's this run that kind of shocks Denver, potentially maybe one of those defensive linemen slip. Who knows? You know how this NFL draft works. All of a sudden you get one team taking Dwayne Haskins early or yada, 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 and then all of a sudden well, it's like, well, Jacksonville's sitting there. and They're like, oh, man, we should trade up to four to get uh, – to get our guy, Drew Locke, if that's what we want. And then maybe all of a sudden Daniel Jones looks a little sexier. Maybe maybe Washington's trading up to get Kyler Murray. And then all of a sudden you have four, four quarterbacks taken in the first 10 picks, and you didn't even bank for that, and that's pushing all this talent down. So there's a lot of opportunities for Denver to get some real good talent out of the draft, potentially for this position. But we'll see how it plays out. But I think initially... And, and particularly on that defensive line, you do want to chase the veteran presence because, to me, it, it all starts inside out on defenses. And I think if you're Vic Fangio, I don't know if you want to absolutely bank everything on this young, young player on the line. I think you want to establish that veteran. And that's why I thought Demata Pecco actually would be a solid addition to continue and retain moving forward. And again, that is not completely out of the picture yet. It's still the keyword early signs of free agency. I think it's more likely that they retain a Demata Pecco than a, than a Brandon Marshall. I, I think Brandon Marshall's time, unfortunately is over with Denver. If you ask me in my gut feeling, I, I don't have any inside sources on that. Just, just a gut feeling and knowing that it's probably done and, and that's okay. Both, uh, both, both sides benefited. Brandon's going to get a a contract somewhere else, and they move their separate ways. So there's going to be a lot of shuffling on that defensive line, linebacking core moving forward, and certainly uh, it is going to be interesting moving forward how Denver fills these gaps because a lot of these guys are veterans. A lot of these guys have been on this defense for three, four, five years. Now it's looking to refresh. Uh, and really, honestly, the word they should use is rebuild. It's really rebuilding a defense from that 2015 defense and trying to reassemble the pieces, shifting them around through free agency and the draft. So again, want to say thanks to our friends over there at Tap 14, 1920 Blake Street, just a hop, skip, and a jump away from Coors Field. 70 Colorado beers on Tap 100. Colorado Distilled Spirit Chef Andrea Varela and that uh, locally sourced rotating seasonally fair. Highly recommend you go check it out over there at tap14.com. That's tap14.com. The terrific rooftop views, terrific uh, food. The the candied bacon is just tremendous. I highly encourage you to go check it out over there at tap14.com. That's tap14.com. And, of course, for all Broncos news, go check out milehighsports.com and the Mile High Sports mobile app where, of course, you can listen to this podcast in previous versions, previous archives of this podcast at milehighsports.com. It's milehighsports.com. See you all.